0: Great teachers don't just come from the classroom. They can be found almost anywhere in your life. That's why we, Wade and Hope King,
1: created this podcast to connect you with the stories, the tools, and the joy you need to take education to the next level.
0: Nowadays, everyone's an educator.
1: Whether you chose that career or not.
0: And we're all in this together.
1: So come on, let's do this. Welcome
0: Welcome to to the the new edu. EDU.
1: another episode of the new Edu. I am super excited about today's episode. I feel like I'm always excited about today's episode, but I have been especially you've been during researching a lot Quarantine. but I've been just very interested mm. with time. And I think it's since I became a mom specifically because I'm like, oh, shoot, here we go. Now I've got oh, somebody else yeah. to suck my time. How to
0: best use I it. don't mean
1: that in a bad way. Like, I love my son. And he doesn't suck my time negatively, but he kids are a time suck. I don't know how else to say it. It's not a nice way to put it, but they are. Because of that and trying to balance, well... That's out the window, but trying to be very aware and intentional of where my time is going. I've done a lot of research and I've done a lot of studying and I've done a lot of practice to be very aware of where our time is. And so I wanted to take that and share it with you guys today because I know that as educators, probably one of the biggest things that we say is great. That sounds good. Yeah, I would love to do that, but I just don't have the time.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, something you said was time sucks and I just don't have the time. But the reason why we say that is because, especially going from you, you are very intentional. If it's Maverick's time, it's Maverick's time. It's not any. It's it's not work time. It's not cleaning time. I'm gonna play with Maverick, and I'm gonna be with Maverick. And so, it's it's hard for us during quarantine and during the, a pandemic to figure out the best use of that time and and how we can use it. And you have you've dug into it. This is something we've been sharing with schools. But you've gone even deeper recently with it, right? Yeah.
1: And I try really hard to com- compartmentalize my life. I guess. Yeah.
0: No, that's, yeah, that's exactly it.
1: I mean, yes, I understand. And listen, I can multitask with the it. It overlaps. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I understand multitasking. I understand that we have a lot that we have to do and accomplish, but I try to set my day up and establish my routines and some of the things that we're going to talk about mm-hmm. today to be able, when I'm working, I'm very present in my work. Mm-hmm. When I'm with Maverick, I'm very present with Maverick. Mm-hmm. And if I'm trying, if I'm not aware of where my time is going, then they really do start to overlap. Mm -hmm. And then I'm trying to work while being present with Maverick, while trying to clean, while trying to get dinner ready, while trying to exercise, while trying to do all the things. And I started to find that that all came. It's like everything started coming at once and I was not doing anything well at all. And that's when I was like, I cannot live like this. Like I- You just can't take it anymore. It's like a drowning. A master multitasker. And yeah. I feel like a lot of times when we do say we're multitasking, if we're really being reflective, we're probably not happy with anything that's actually getting accomplished during that time because we're not able to be present with any one thing.
0: Michelle Ferre, she stated, because it just reminded me, we've, we've done a lot of professional developments during this time period virtually, but she noted something multitasking isn't really what people think it is no multitasking would be you are doing the exact same thing at the exact same time that is not what we do right. we we do something for a second then we do something else and we do something for a second then we do something else so multitasking it doesn't exist it doesn't exist for for the frame of mindset that we try to push it out to be
1: and that's what you know when i became a mom i was like oh well, i'm a great multitasker i can yeah. No, I'm actually not. And that actually made me super miserable. Multitasking led me to being super miserable because I felt like I wasn't good at anything. So today's episode is going to be called Time Traps what is trapping our time? What is uh, really sucking, you know, the time from our day? And how can we be aware of that and intentional around practices that are truly going to make the most out of our day, the most out of our time. And so since we are focusing on time, Mm -hmm. we better dive right into it.
0: Before we do that, I do want to say it's not Michelle Foray anymore. It's Michelle Emerson. So she's married because I would feel very bad if I forgot (laughs) that. It's very important.
1: But the first thing that I want to hit on, and I'm just going to kind of walk you through the journey that I took on really being intentional with my Time and I'm in a much happier place with how my time is being used throughout the day, and I feel like I'm being quite effective right now. I was going to
0: say you are, you are Listen, knocking that'll change. stuff okay. out of the park.
1: That'll change, and I want you to know there are seasons for when you do things really well, and there are seasons for when you struggle. And I have met both seasons many times in my life, but. I have found a lot of success during this season, so I wanted to share that with you guys. The first thing that I have really been intentional aware of, and listen, this is going to really sting for some of us, okay? It stings for me. Trust me. It stings for me, too. But I really started taking a look at habits, my habits. And I'm not talking about those good habits that you create. Like I'm going to um, focus on my mental health, whatever that looks like this amount of time every day. And I'm going to spend time in you know, my quiet time or my meditation or exercise or whatever that is. I'm talking about habits that we actually don't even recognize that we have as Mm. habits because the, we are not in fact controlling the habits, but the habits are controlling us. And so I started doing, because I did get very interested in this, I started doing some research about where the average human spends their time during a day. Oh, Now, this is for the average human folks. Some of y'all are probably above average. It's fine. It's going to sting a little, okay? But when I started doing this, I was like, holy cow. And I started really focusing on my time and where that is being spent every single day. And I'm like, oh, shoot, like this is me in so many ways. And so I just want to share these statistics with you guys before we get into other time traps. And then we're going to give you some, I'm not going to call them solutions, but I'm going to talk about strategies to make us a little bit more effective with our time. Okay, because I don't really feel like there's a solution to time traps all the time. So let's talk about some statistics for where the average human spends their time. The first one being in social media, my friends, being spent in that screen time. And the average human spends two hours and 23 minutes a day sucked into their phones.
0: And we're not talking just about Instagram. You're just like, sucked, just screen time, just sucked into your phone, looking at different things, watching different things, listening, swiping all of, oh, holy moly. And it's super
1: crazy because I want you right now. Now, if you're driving, that's fine. I want you to get out your phone and out. don't hate me. I want you to look at your screen time. Listen, it's it's fine. It's guilt-free. Don't feel bad about it. Just know that moving forward, you're going to change it, okay? Yeah. But I had my entire team take out their phones and look at their screen time, and it was insanity. It was, it was like,
0: how, a, a few minutes off.
1: I mean, for, like, yeah. so many people. So I would venture to say that yours is probably close to this, if mm-hmm. not more. And listen, if it's more, hey, it's fine. It's about... First step is being aware, right? We cannot fix these time traps if we are not even aware of them. And that's why I wanted to start with this because again, if you're spending two hours and 23 minutes a day on average, that is a habit that is consuming your time. And sometimes we don't even recognize we have the habit because as teachers, we're like, oh, well, I'm connected You know, through social media, that's where I go and find my ideas. That's where I go and find my strategies. So we start using
0: that as as a starting excuse.
1: As a starting point. And then we're on there looking for strategies. And then two hours and 23 minutes later, or an hour later, we're mindlessly scrolling. And oftentimes, just want to put this out there, the more that I scroll the more I dive into comparison. Oh my gosh, look at this person and how together they have their life. That's what I tend to find. I feel like that's when social media starts becoming negative is when we're spending way too much time on it. So just be aware. The next statistic is for television. Five hours and four minutes a day the average human spends watching television. And I know this is kind of comical for teachers because we're like, hold on, we don't even get five hours and four minutes a day at home or in bed or... But I think for a lot of us, we are considering television background noise and then we're like oh i'm just gonna lesson plan while i sit here i'm just gonna get this not goes, this this yeah. email out to parents but then how many times am i stopping it and goes like back to the getting connected to the, to the, the multitasking
0: TV? thing like that's you're, exactly you're not right re, you are not really having it on on the background because so, if something catches your attention you're having to stop whatever you're doing that's because exactly right. it draws your attention away and then you got to come back to it same thing at night like we love laying in the bed and watching tv at night but if there's something that we're really into we're like oh my gosh i gotta watch the next episode oh my goodness and It just replays and replays, and it's just going, going, going. And you can't even fall asleep when you need to fall asleep. It's true.
1: It's very true. Especially now that we've gotten into this habit of binge watching. Netflix is killing us. Netflix is killing us. Yes, it helped get us through the pandemic, but it's killing us because we are able, instead of just watching one episode weekly, we can get the whole series. So that can be very dangerous. And I would would venture to say, since Netflix has become a thing, that we are probably spending a lot more time in television. Moving on, though, gossiping. 52 minutes a day. Listen, we are not here to like preach at you and say you should never gossip about people. It's so harmful. It is, okay? But we are all humans and the, everybody is not for us and people are going to annoy us. And it is human nature to, to just want to get it out, right? Listen, we've all gossiped. We've all, we've all, this is just human nature to, to struggle with this to yep. a degree, right? But the issue with gossiping, when you're talking about 52 minutes a day, is you're living there. You're lit. You're not venting. You're not, and really, you shouldn't be venting about other people to other people. But come on, that's like a personal conflict. You know that you've got to you got to deal mm-hmm. with that yourself. Okay, but I'm talking about the time specifically here. You're living, living somewhere. Yeah. If, for 52 minutes.
0: If you're spending that much time on it, it's a problem, and that's I think where we kind of need to start at to see. Start noticing, like, when you are starting to do that and how often you're doing it. And set goals for yourself of, oh, oh. Can't control my first mm, thought
1: always, mm. but I can control my second and what I do with it and how it controls me.
0: If you're anxious to talk about somebody or something, like, typically, like, three or four times a day, and you've already hit your quota for two times a day, maybe just shut your mouth for that third one. And that's a goal. Like, it's just better not said. But
1: you know, I'm thinking if it's hard. 52 minutes and that is going to consume your entire planning period. And so then when it's like, I can never get planning done at school. I can never get anything that mm-hmm. My copies made. I can. Okay. But be intentional about what are you doing yep. during that planning time. And I'm just here to be your friend, guys. I'm just here to help you recognize what I've had to recognize in myself and what people have told me the same thing. Okay. My mom will be like, well, I just want you to be into And I cannot stand that. People tell me that. And here I am telling you. But intentionality, awareness is the only way awareness. that we think, become yep. better at these that's, things. That's Procrastination. The average human spends an hour a day procrastinating. Golly. Pete, if this is not me, I don't know what is, folks. And it makes me so angry with myself, okay? But what does that
0: look like? What What, what do you mean by that?
1: Okay, so this is me. I am sitting on the couch. I'm just going to use exercise, okay? I've okay. been really making excuses for exercise and doing it daily. And I'm not even talking about exercising to lose weight, folks. I'm talking about I struggle with anxiety and in this season depression, and movement is critical for me, but I never want to do it, okay? So I'm talking about really pouring into my mental health when I talk about this. So for me, it looks like sitting on the couch, Typically when Maverick is napping, because, by the way, our sitter quit. And so we're trying to navigate all of these
0: projects
1: and keeping up with the podcast and keeping (sighs) up with the virtuals and conferences coming up without any help with our son. And so this has been really interesting. We're trying to get him into school and do all the things, but, okay. He's second Um, on the list. So, well, we don't really know. They're saying no. No, they,
0: they, I, I got. I got feedback today.
1: Oh, okay, great. So yeah, w- no. we thought he was 14th on the list, and we're like, holy smokes, we are never getting so the child in. They, they said
0: he was 14th on the list for one-year-olds, but second on the list for his age group. So, but the one-year-olds. So I yeah, that's what. So this is what it means. They divide it up into months, and so there's two one-year-old classes. He's on the. Older end of the one-year-old class. So there's two one-year-old classes from month to month. So
1: can they get him in next week? That's all I need to know. Uh
0: they she, they she's talking to the two people old front. Great. So we'll see. <laughs>
1: okay, but by March 1st, guys. Sorry, y'all. You just get bits and pieces of our life that we don't get to talk about because we're so busy right now that we have to talk about it on the podcast. But what this looks like <laughs> for <from> me
0: <laughs> not multitasking at all. Right. One to the other. Got That's our me. life right now.
1: We're the we're a great example But folks. get the focus back. Okay, here we are. Procrastinating, an right. hour a day. What this looks like for me is me sitting on the couch. I was talking Maverick's about movement. Napping. Maverick mm. is napping. Yep. So I only have a short amount of time, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm on the couch and I'm like, okay, five more minutes, I'm going to get started. Five more minutes passes. Five more minutes, I'm going to get started. Okay. Five more minutes, I'm going to get started. And then an hour of time has passed, and I've done nothing valuable with that hour and all of a sudden, besides sit there and think about what it is that I should then, be doing that uh, I don't want to
0: do. But, but this is what happens with her. She'll start to get up, and then all of a sudden we'll hear, ah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then I'm like, nah. then I want to get mad at Matt. Oh, I mean, I mean, you know, you get, irritated. get irritated with Maverick because I'm like, why is he awake already when I've sat there and literally wasted an hour of my time? Because
0: when he's up, we want to spend time with him. And so it's not like it's like, all right, all hands on deck. Here we go.
1: So, again, that is something that I've tried to be. I'm still I still struggle with it. I'm still a chronic snoozer in the morning. Like, I'm trying, y'all. That's,
0: but so going back to what you said earlier, at the beginning is, is the habits. And you're talking about these type of habits. And I started reflecting on myself. I'm like man, what, what habit am I wasting time with? I have found myself recently, within the past month or so, maybe two months even, instead of just getting up when I should get up, this uh, working from home and pandemic has allowed me to get up when Maverick gets up. And so if I were to just get up before he gets up, I could get a lot of stuff done during my day instead of just starting barely hitting the ground running when he's up.
1: That requires you not to binge television at night. Right.
0: It's just all these things go hand in hand of wasting time. And, Wow, this is a therapy session So anyway, I'm
1: so happy. So this is something I've been doing a lot of thought I'm on and trying to put work in the into these things. But literally, I mean, just wasted a whole an hour just by procrastinating. The last one is complaining. And the average human spends eight minutes a day complaining. And while that might not seem like a lot, and I chose the smallest number here to average it out into a year. And if we look at eight minutes a day of complaining, that turns into 53 hours a year. Do you know? Do you know what we could do with 53 hours a year?
0: I'm a complainer. That's getting
1: multiple days back.
0: I complain more what? than that. What? What? Yeah, that's not good.
1: So every time you go to complain, think about, I am wasting like two days of my year.
0: What? Two full yeah. days of my
1: year. if More. More than
0: that. Maybe I don't. You know? No, yeah, I mean, it's like. I you, won't even yeah. comment. I'm just, I'm okay. thinking out loud, guys. Just ignore me.
1: I'm just going to let you do your own reflection. I'm, I'm going to try not I'm, to comment on your own
0: <laughs> personal I, growth I, and reflection. I, I complain a lot. <laughs> Do I? Do I complain a lot?
1: Oh uh, Are you asking me? Am I free to? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will call you more of an excuse maker.
0: That's what I was gonna say. There's a difference.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: I mean, I've gotten better with my excuse making.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> right. I mean, in the in it's the past hard, though, in the past few months. But
1: I mean, that's just that's this is what I'm talking but about. But you have it's, to see
0: where you're wasting your time, right, and, and that's th- wasting my time. Like, stop making excuses for things. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten, I'm, I still do it, but not as
1: but I mean if you think about it, you you probably spend eight minutes a day making excuses and that's over two to full days of your year that you're making excuses. Right? I mean, so I I'm think just I got saying it,
0: But yeah.
1: I'm just saying, just whatever it is that you need to make yourself feel better, right? So the reason but, why
0: I make excuses No, oh I'm just gosh, kidding, guys. That, I was about to say, that was an excuse for I an was excuse. About to I, I know what I was doing there. That's what I was yeah, saying. So
1: yeah. when I started looking at these numbers, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, wow. I mean, I can't really sit here and say that I don't have time when I really do have the time. It's about where I'm placing my time and then truly recognizing. And I kind of felt like I was out of my, I felt like my life was spiraling out of control because I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so many habits that are literally controlling me. I mean, so many habits. And so in addition to those things, though, and, you know, just looking at, okay, Intentionally focusing on some of those things, some of those habits mm-hmm. that do control us, other time traps, you know, things that we that we might find at school, things that we might find in our daily life. Again, just being aware of where our time is going, not having a clear plan, right? Spending way too much time thinking about what we need to do. And that is what, you know sends me a lot of times into procrastination. That's what then gets me, but not having a clear plan for things. And so I'm not saying that you have to be a chronic list maker and you have to live by the list. Maybe the night before your day, really scheduling out your time to see where that time is actually being spent.
0: Maybe more. I mean, I'm not a list maker at all and everyone knows that and that's fine. Uh, But I think it's going back to what we were saying earlier, too. I mean, thinking about just the example that I use for me, like if I get into a routine of waking up earlier that's going to so i think it's more thinking about routines maybe yeah. for those people who aren't list makers
1: i mean it's it's simply i think it's so kind of r- goes back to priorities prioritizing yep. your day and yep. getting those basic things that you do but then and it, once you start realizing where this time is going then i, I don't think you really have to be so by the list, Mm -hmm. but I do think you have to set yourself up and create those habits. I definitely can see we're not having a clear plan and just like, oh, I'm going to live by the seat of my pants. That is never a good choice for most people. Um, just because you end up going in circles. You're not
0: effective. Yeah. You go in circles. Thank you. Yep.
1: So then the next thing is, this is a good one, sweating the small stuff, turning a, or making, creating a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah. And so sweating the small stuff and really allowing, you know, whether we're frustrated with someone or something didn't go our way during a lesson, right? What tends to happen is we get frustrated and we allow that frustration to fester. And then we end up spending more thought, more time, more energy on that one little itty bitty thing than just letting it go and moving on to bigger and better things.
0: Just going back to what, to your time trap stamps. I mean, so this is kind of like a gossiping one. I mean, if you are... If you have like a morning duty and the other teacher that's supposed to have morning duty and they show up, I don't know, 15 minutes late. Is it that big of a deal? Were you already there? Does it happen often? Is it even worth your energy to even be upset about it? It's a small thing. Like, yeah, it may upset you for a second. Let it go in and then just let it go out. Because at the end of the day, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Yeah. I mean, and that can go into gossiping. I mean, if you let it fester, if you make a mountain out of that, you're going to be talking about that person and it's not even that big of a deal. Like, go to that person. Hey, I saw that you were late today. Is there anything I can do? Awesome. Cool. Keep it moving.
1: But it can also be things that happen in your classroom. Like, oh my gosh, my projector wouldn't turn on. And that would just irritate me to no end. And it's like I didn't even want to start the lesson because I was so irritated that my technology wasn't working. And so I was like, why even begin? And then I would try to continue to get that projector fixed. And then 30 minutes is gone. And I'm like, I should have just taught. I should have just started something else. You're wasting your time trying to fix it. And you're irritated. Yeah. I don't like change. I don't like when things don't go my way. And that's what I end up turning Mount, or I create a mountain out of a molehill for is when things don't go my way the well, you, way that I have planned them You
0: like control. I like, you, control, you like control and when things
1: aren't are when things are out of my control that's when I really like I can make something so small turn into something so mm, big and mm-hmm. waste so much time mm-hmm, on it. Mm-hmm. So much time, energy and thought. So again, these are, we're just we're, we're calling attention to the the yeah. concepts and the things that generally the, still a lot of our time. life scenarios um, and
0: school scenarios. Yeah.
1: This next one, another time trap, perfectionism because we get so caught up Rather than just getting the job done, I would rather it be done than be perfect, right? But us perfectionists, us perfection-seeking perfection, perfection seeking people, we cannot let it go. Yeah. We will turn that car around and go back in. Like, you, if you see something fall and you're leaving your classroom, like, you will drop all fifteen of your teacher bags on the floor to go pick up that rainbow mm-hmm. craft to hang it back up on your bulletin board because you just can't you can't you cannot yeah. let your classroom go or you can't let your classroom go for the day if it's not perfect and everything's not lined up and all the books aren't color coded by the spine <laughs> yeah. with alphabetical order of the of the authors like
0: I think I think this right here will will help people because they're teachers there are a lot of perfectionists out there if you stop thinking about everything being perfect and just kind of set a standard for who you are, what you do, instead of trying to be perfect because perfection is never going to happen. But you can have a pretty high standard for what you want to do, but it has to be a a high standard that's sustainable. I mean, even even with what we do, I mean, even with Get Your Teach On or conferences or professional development, yeah, we may mess up. I may forget something i want to say or these uplights may not look right i mean cuz we like things to look good y'all i mean it is what it is but that's our standard but if something's not working that's okay because we'll still bring it we still have all these other components just like you do in your classroom to make learning fun and exciting and and engaging and 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 in depth and just rich and so that's our standard can you have mess ups along the way absolutely and stop so try to stop thinking about everything being so perfect rather than just having a standard for what you do and who you are. I think that's a mindset that we kind of need to go into, th- into our daily lives and professional lives. Have a standard and stop thinking that everything has to be perfect.
1: Right, and, and remember that – you know, prioritizing done over perfect is something that is sustainable. Right. And us perfectionists, we're not going to do a sloppy job of something anyways. That's just not who we are. Right, because your standard is better than that. Your standard
0: is better than sloppy.
1: Right, that's (laughs) right. Um, But some things you just have to let go. This last one, and it's kind of actually two in one, but it's a lack of prioritization. And we've been talking about priorities. Mm -hmm. But what I mean by this is assigning importance to the wrong thing. So what we want to do versus what we need to do. Mm. This will wait this will cost me so much time. This is where this is where I fall short right here. Because I It's
0: easy, but you don't do it on purpose.
1: It's just my personality. It's, just, yeah, it's who I, I mean, am.
0: Yeah. I mean it's it's one of those things. I mean But it
1: costs me a lot of time.
0: It does. It does. And on what's important. On what's important. I mean, even the other day, I mean, we we, we had it wasn't a big family emergency, but we had a, a family issue come up and We've got deadlines for work. We've got deadlines for work. And Hope's like, I got to get this done. And I looked at her I said, yo, what are we doing right now? She's like, oh, yeah, family first. So it's just a reminder, but you have to have those people in your life that can remind you, oh, this actually isn't that important right now. Because we get so involved in what we have to do and what we have to get done that it we trick our minds to think that's what's most important. So, I mean, it's easy to do. It's easy to do.
1: And, I mean, what do I want to do? I love to go online and get inspiration for ideas and think about Mm -hmm. how I can decorate my classroom and think about how I could do this certain room transformation and think about all of those fun things. But if I'm in a season where I'm struggling with time and I'm always saying I don't have enough time and I'm stressed out about time, then I have to recognize that that might not be the season that that's where my focus needs to go. Mm -hmm. My focus needs to go on. What do I need to, I need to get my lesson plans. I need to get my copies done. I need to get things ready for next week. I need to make sure that I have my digital resources ready to go. Then if I happen to have extra time, I can use that to do the things that I want to do. What's important. Now, Mm -hmm. if you're in a season where you're like, Oh, you know, we, we, have different seasons right we have seasons where we're like I've, I've I'm good right now like I've got my life you can going. shift it yeah then you can shift mm-hmm. it right but if you start recognizing I'm stressed out this is playing a, p- a role of my mental health this is causing me not to be able to go home with a good mindset to be able to then invest into my family I find myself easily irritated easily aggravated that's when I've got to stop and say okay I, I find that a lot of times my frustration is centered around time. And if it is, these are the things that I have to have a conversation with myself about and I have to really sit down and think about.
0: It's not easy. No. And it, the reason it's not easy is because going back to who we are as people and teachers, we want to be perfect. Yep. And so we shift our priorities, not on purpose. It's by accident. I yep. mean, I don't think anybody does that on purpose. And just kind of reminding yourself of what's important. I mean, we remind ourselves of that daily, weekly hourly. It's hard, especially if you're giving all you have to everything that you're trying to hold to that high standard of what you do. Mm
1: -hmm. And so, listen, we've talked about some of the big time traps for us and time traps that I think are very common with educators. Specifically, we've talked about that social media time, the television, the Mm -hmm. not having a clear plan. Mm -hmm. But you've got to think about what are my time traps? Where do I, what are habits that have control of me or what are things that I'm investing time into that's truly being a time suck but I'm really not seeing a payout for? Let's talk about some mindful practices. I'm not going to call these solutions because I don't really think there are solutions for these things because once we get it figured out, guess what? Something else is going to be thrown into your life Mm -hmm. or you're going to do something else that's going to then all of a sudden everything's going to shift and you're going to have to figure it all out again. But let's talk about some mindful practices practices that we can put into place. So for us, for for things that we have focused on in our classrooms and in our personal life, number one, protect your time and protect your space. And what I mean by this is you are the best steward of your time. You are the best steward of your time, not someone else. So when someone else is asking you to do something or asking you to commit Ah, to something, mm -hmm. they are asking you not because they understand whether you have the capacity. To do that, they don't know that. They don't mm-hmm. know that. Mm-hmm. They're asking you because they need for a task to be completed.
0: Yeah,
1: you are the best steward of your time. So when I mean protect your time and protect your space, don't be the yes man or woman.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Don't be the one that's always saying yes without stopping and really evaluating. Do I have the time to do whatever this is and do it well? Am I stewarding my time well? Instead, I think that we need to truly normalize, and we've had this conversation on po- on this podcast before, but normalize saying no to create the space to where we can say yes for the things that really matter. So how are you stewarding your own time? How are you protecting your time? And when people come to you and ask something of you, they're not saying it's because I know you have the time. They're no. just simply asking. It's it- up to you to decide whether or not you actually have the time.
0: I mean, when people ask you to do something, it's it's almost, I mean, it should be flattering because they trust you enough to, to help out or to take on some type of responsibility. And so mm-hmm. as a person, you're like, heck yeah, I'll help you. But you, again, like Hope said, I mean, she said it, oh, she couldn't have said it any better. I mean, you are the best steward. So that means you're taking care of who you are and and, and of your time. No one's going to do that better than you do yourself. No one's going to take care of you better than you take care of That's you. Right. So, I mean, I shoot, that's, that's I, powerful. And it's just having that confidence to be like, man, I, I would love to, and I appreciate you coming to me, that's right. but I just can't. Yeah. And we've had people in our lives do that for us Honesty. and that, and we appreciate it Honesty. so much. Holy Honesty. cow. M- Michelle has done it. Lanisha has done it. Yeah. And we, st- we all still hammer out and working together. Yeah. So it's just, what capacity do you have? And yeah being upfront and honest I would people understand that.
1: Someone tell me no. Absolutely. Then say yes and do a crummy job because they don't actually have the time. Amen. And so think about that like if you're saying yes but you really don't have the time, you're actually hurting that situation or that need or harming that need because you're not able to invest the time that you that you should be able to, to be able to complete that Mm -hmm, task. mm -hmm. And so listen, time is one of the most valuable things that we have. And that's what, that's why we say protect it because you've got to truly protect your own time. And that's something that only you can do. So the next thing, and I think this is a time suck for a lot of people, communication for educators. And by that, I mean, emails, communication through emails. This can even go into social media, DMS, texts, all the things set a time to respond to your emails. Set a time, whether that is right after school or that is first thing in the morning. And then, you know, I mean, obviously, yes, while we're at school, we check our emails throughout the day. That's part of our job. That's part of what we do. Right. Mm -hmm. But set a time for answering your emails. What I mean by that is really maybe after your contract hours or at the end of the day. And then that is it. That is when you answer them. And then that is when you shut it off. I don't think that anybody should have their work email on their phone. I don't think that we should have 24 seven access because nobody needs to be able to get access to you 24 seven. You're not protecting your time. If you're giving everybody access to it 24
0: seven. I mean, and we, we, we've worked at places to where we've, been expected to respond to emails at 12 a.m. And that is not fun. It's not exciting and it stresses you out and just like you said, it's your, not sustainable. Your your professional life is attached to your phone. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very it's, it's very disheartening that people would think that that's the expectation. But again, you're the best steward for your time. You got to say, "Hey, this isn't working out. This doesn't. This is not for me. Now again, I mean, there there are times obviously where you need to respond, but like Hope said, you carve that out and you let it. You let people know. Like we know Amelia, Amelia Capitosta, yep. who was on last week.
1: We week's, talked about
0: this last yeah, week. Yeah, she. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. No, you. You don't. She. Have she you tells seen
1: it. those graphics? Man, I. I think it might have been these graphics that really started this whole like, kind of really being intentional with my time, their graphics, I swear, I think I've seen them on Facebook. Wasn't that, isn't that fancy how I'm telling you to stay off of social media and here I'm talking about this, but where it's like, your face is literally being sucked into your phone and then like your child is standing right next to you. Oh, and yep. they're like trying to get your attention. But what they see is literally you being mm. consumed with the phone. That's and there's so sad. many different um, illustrations and visual representations. Oh. And I'm a very visual person. But when I saw that, like I literally see that picture when Maverick is around me and I'm on my phone. I literally see that picture and I'm like, I never want for him to think of mom and think about there. there's even times where he will come and like hand me my phone and say, Mama because and I'm like, Oh my gosh, have I been on my phone too much?
0: Like But it but he wants he wants to watch himself.
1: But he wants to watch himself <laughs> on um, a video or something. So Again, setting that time aside for whether it's being on your phone or answering emails or answering texts. And that is your time at mm-hmm. night. That is your time in the evening. And I say, make it short. Number three, plan your day. We already talked about this a little bit earlier when we talked about the not having a clear plan, right? The,
0: yep. The habits, this being sustainable. Plan with that. your yeah. habits yeah. out mm-hmm. for
1: your day. What are going to be the habits that drive you to productivity? Mm-hmm. Because that is what we have found is that it's not about balance and it's because that that indicates equal and that's never going to be a thing. But what are the habits that drive you Mm -hmm. to productivity. Mm -hmm. And if you're not being productive, Mm -hmm. then what habits do you need to change? I always check my habits first. And I think about what do I need to adjust that drives me to productivity?
0: It's not easy because it's one of those things to where... Um, you, you have to see what you want to be productive in. Yeah. And then you have to kind of work backwards to be able to plan those things out right. based on your priorities. It's,
1: that's right. So it all goes back to priorities. And then the final thing that I want to share, and, man, this is hard, and I don't know why it's hard. It's ridiculous that this is so hard. But take and receive
0: help. Okay. So that part right there for you and, I, and me too, I think it's, again, we want everything to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of people that I'd rather they, do it myself ra- than somebody else. That's right. That's right. That that's how it is because we don't want them to mess it up. But at the end of the day, if you have a standard, you can communicate that to other people. And yeah. They can understand a little bit better. And again,
1: you know, we have shared this many times, but tapping into communities there, you know, this is the beautiful thing about social media and listen, you got to be aware of where your time is going. Okay. But if you're looking in the right places, right, like tapping into a community, I know that we, the Get Your Teacher On team has recognized that teachers, you don't have a lot of time and you don't have a lot of energy. And that's why we wanted to do this specific podcast episode to try to, again, create some intentionality around time, the effective use of our time and Awareness, right? Mm -hmm. But tapping in with a community that you know and trust Mm -hmm. and can go to Mm -hmm. for resources. And there are lots of educational communities. Like we always tell you, you are more than welcome to get your teach on or to be part of the get your teach on community. But go to a resource that you trust and then use that resource repetitively so that you're not having to spend mindless, mindless minutes or what turns into hours looking for the resources that you're looking for.
0: Yeah, you got to use it. Use use your people around you, listen to your people. I mean, it goes back to just eat a piece of humble pie. You don't know everything. I mean, and even if someone doesn't, so going... It's hard to swallow. Yeah, just just (laughs) going off of just the fear of something messing up. Hey, just be willing that that could happen because at the end of the day, that could be a great learning opportunity for you, for that other person to help grow. And things can work out for the best the next time. So it's not the end of the world.
1: So I encourage you to sit down and think about, and this is what I did, and this is how I've become more productive, and I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I'm sure a lot of you have way more together than I do, but sit down and be intentional and give time to focus on where your time is actually being spent and catch those habits that are controlling you. But speaking of time, speaking of energy, speaking of the now in education, just wanted to share what Get Your Teach On has put together. It is coming up on March 13th. So if you are struggling specifically with time and energy in the classroom academically, yep. um, because we know this has been a struggle for teachers, and we also know if you listen to last week's podcast that standardized testing and assessments are coming up, and we have got to prepare kids. Can't the do anything best that about they it.
0: They coming. They coming. They're
1: coming regardless. And so, as we mentioned last week, the get your Teach On team has put together an incredible yep. opportunity for every single educator. We truly created it with you guys in mind because we reached out to you in every single grade level, K through five, and asked, what standards are you struggling with in math and ELA? And then we found the smartest people that we could possibly find. And Teachers.
0: And mm-hmm. we did a live
1: the other night on Get Your Teach On, and we had some of these presenters, and I'm like, yep, we found the smartest people yeah. that we could to then present this information. People who are like, I have been able to nail down this standard. I've been able to get success with this with my students. Can communicate it. I can communicate it. Assess it. And they are going to give those short micro sessions. Why? Because time. We don't have a lot of it. So it's going to be 15 to 20 minute sessions. And again because time, we don't have a lot of it. We have asked that they also give you a full lesson plan. So you're not having to recreate the wheel or recreate the lesson plan. We've asked that they give you full resources to be able to implement this with your students digitally or face-to-face. And we've asked that they also provide assessments so that we can monitor our students' progress with this content. And they have just done a Killer job. We've already started to watch a lot of the sessions and preview a lot so of their content. Good. And it is so good. So if you are stuck in the time trap of lesson planning and creating resources, and I don't have enough time to create the resource and get all my standards covered, and that's stressing me out, then this would be an amazing conference for you. Amazing opportunity. Um, so make sure you check it all out at getyourteachon.com. You can register up until March 13th. Tell your admin about it. If you recognize that your school is struggling,
0: school licenses, um, we have
1: school licenses. Tell your coaches. License. That can reach out, and you can help all of the kindergarten through fifth grade teachers in your school to to cover these tricky standards here. And again, at the end it's,
0: of the year. it's not it's not a Hope and Wade King thing. This nope. is a. Expert teachers across America. That's thing. right. Like holy moly, macaroni. It is so good. so good. They're no, so, so good. No, so good.
1: So, guys, we hope this episode was helpful. We hope that these time yep. traps made you kind of sit and think the way that they've made us sit and think. Trust us, we're right there with you in this journey. Um, we it's would love to easy. know. Reach. I would love to know this. We're, um, yeah, on social, media, on social you. media. If you're on social media. We're nosy. Um, Mm -hmm. Tag us. Y'all know, hey, way king. Hey, hope king. And let us know, what are your time traps? What are your time traps? What are the things that suck your time? But then what are some maybe ways that you have found to be Mm -hmm. productive outside of that? Share this out with others. Get them to give it a listen. And let's start making the most effective use of our time together and hold one another accountable. We hope that you guys have an incredible, incredible week. Don't forget to register for Level Up. I'm telling you, it's going to be be unlike anything that we've ever done before. And it's going to give you so many resources resources and save you what we talked about today which is time all right you guys we will see you next week here on
0: on the new edu the new edu is hosted by me wade king
1: and me hope king
0: the show is produced by chelsea harfish
1: and edited by andrew weller with production support from sterling Coates and chase mayo
0: Cameron Berkman is our executive producer.
1: The new EDU podcast is a 3% chance production.